Hello, I'm Kimberly Dondo, Digital Content Manager, and welcome to In Conversation With, the podcast series that delves into the world of financial services and brings you face-to-face with some of the most notable figures in the industry. Listen as we discuss topics that are currently facing the industry and hear from visionary CEOs to disruptive innovators as we bring you a diverse array of voices and perspectives. We'll explore the challenges they faced, the lessons they've learned, and the insights they have to share about the ever-evolving landscape of financial services. Hello and welcome to In Conversation With. Today I'm joined by Nikki Cook, Chief Revenue Officer at Protection Guru. Thank you for joining me today, Nikki. No problem at all. Lovely to meet you. Um, So could you give us a bit of a background into how you got started in financial services? Absolutely. Um, So I actually left school, went straight into financial services, so a very long time ago. Um, And I've been through the kind of realms of everything to do with financial services from administration to sales, working for providers such as Aviva, Zurich. Um, Mm -hmm. I've worked for lenders. I've then worked for um, intermediaries and then very much over the last sort of 10 to 15 years moved into the technology space. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's across mortgages and protection as well. Um, So I feel I feel really lucky, actually. I've had a, an opportunity to to kind of really broaden my experience across lots and lots of different areas. Yeah. And clearly you have an impact because um, I saw that you won um, at you won an award at the Women in Protection Awards. Um, so congratulations there. I'm sure that must have been a great feeling. It was amazing. It was um I felt truly proud. Um, I, I've come back into the protection market just a year ago. Um, mm-hmm. And it was a, a really proud moment because it felt that I'd already made an impact in a year mm-hmm. um, in the last 12 months. And that's through a lot of the work that I've been trying to do in trying to look at positive change within the industry and, and you know, trying to be controversial at times to see how we can actually change things, things like menopause which I know we'll talk about and Mm -hmm. all sorts of different elements and how that's perceived in the market so yeah really really proud of that moment it was it was a truly proud moment yeah um and obviously you've said that you're passionate about certain aspects and most of those are to do with um quite big life events that might be overlooked especially when it comes to life events for women um so in your experience how do major life events like divorce for example impact an individual's financial well-being and why is it important to consider protection coverage during such times yeah it's, it is huge and um i mean i'm actually going through it myself um mm. so it's very personal to me anyway but um in terms of divorce, if we look at that to start off with, there's so many aspects that people don't actually think about. You, you know it's going to be an emotional time. You know you're going to need support and guidance legally, but also emotionally. But um, from a, I guess, looking at the different aspects, you've got things like division of assets. So you've mm-hmm. actually, from a financial planning perspective, you, you've got to look at those marital assets and then split them accordingly. You don't know what that's going to look like. You've got child support. You know, what what does that actually mean? How are you going to protect yourselves there? Legal costs can be absolutely extortionate as well. Mm. Um, housing costs. So somebody will probably end up moving out. They have to go and rent somewhere. Somebody stays in the marital home. You know, those costs are there as well. 
um, your reduction of income because yeah. essentially you've got two salaries coming in. You've then got yeah. two two lots of bills to deal with. Um, so thinking about stuff like that, impact on credit. So actually yeah. you might have joint credit cards. You then have to split those out. There's so many different things that you actually think, oh, I didn't even think about that. Um, so when it comes on to actually from a financial protection perspective and how advisors they, they'll know this anyway but it's just things to think about I suppose when it comes to divorce it's that income protection element so having yeah. the having the right level of life cover and critical illness and income protection cover in place because everything's going to get split out and it's one of the last things that you think about when you're going through a divorce mm. um it's legal protection it's health insurance so actually again everything that you have when you go through a divorce, you are splitting it all out. You have to remember all of these things that actually it's the last thing you really want to think about. But you need to because something could happen at any moment in time where there is a critical illness. And actually, if that policy still joints, you know, how are you covered? You've got to you've kind of got to go through these things. Um, and it's also other areas of protection. So um, estate planning. So looking at your wills and beneficiaries. Again, I. I, I hadn't even thought about that. And yeah. um, and you're thinking, oh, actually, my will is still with joint names, joint beneficiaries across the board. Yeah. So it's it from a financial protection perspective, it's an advisor being able to give you that guidance to mm -hmm. think about all of these different elements in terms of, you know, what do I need to think about? And, mm -hmm. and there is so much to think about. And that that's just divorce. If you look at other life events so death of a spouse or partner mm -hmm. serious illness disability birth of a child job loss I think it's one of those where I'm just really passionate about education for mm -hmm. advisors to know mm -hmm. that actually there's all of these life events that take place and it's such an emotional occurrence at that point in time that as the consumer you don't think about what you actually need Mm -hmm. So the biggest thing for me is around education and actually an advisor having the opportunity to think about all of those steps, all of those different life events that could impact on a, their clients that they've they've built that trust and relationship with and actually being there for them. They become mm -hmm. kind of a consultant, sometimes counsellor in some respects in a, yeah. you know, in a non you know, it, it doesn't, it's not actually titled that they're their counsellor, but they're actually there for them. And that's yeah. where I really see this is a huge piece. Yeah, no, I think it is important to think about it that way, because I, um, as a consumer, if I were to be going through any of those life events, I would be thinking about um, uh, the, the emotional aspects of it, um, the emotional aspects of, for example, separating mm. assets or separating um, a, as opposed to what the actual steps might be. So to have an outside perspective that's able to lay out the steps would be very helpful. So I think it would be important for um, advisors to have that education and be able to present that to their clients. Um, uh, so what are some uh, common misconceptions uh, or overlooked aspects regarding protection coverage during a divorce, for example, and how can advisors help their clients navigate those situations? Um, I think it's some of the misconceptions are that when you go through a divorce, all the assets are split equally. They're not. Mm -hmm. 
that it gets really controversial <laughs> in terms of actually what that looks like. And it's in terms of things like your your pensions, maybe there's mm-hmm. business assets and accounts. So actually it's not 50-50. So that's a misconception. Um, that child support fees are fixed. Again, mm-hmm. it's a misconception. It doesn't work like that. That divorce does settle all financial matters. Um, it can be ongoing for such a long time. Um, and things like your health insurance policies or across the board, they're automatically split, all those things. These are the misconceptions. And then, as I mentioned before, the beneficiary designations. So actually, mm-hmm. that all completely changes. Um, and one of the biggest misconceptions, which is, you know, obviously what we're talking about today is that, you know, we don't need to have any protection in place you don't need a protection policy you don't need that coverage you'll be absolutely fine but in reality life insurance or disability insurance or anything like that it becomes even more critical at these yeah. kind of events um in terms of what financial advisors can actually do to navigate as you say these situations it's it's that clarity around their financial situations so being able to help them understand the specifics and the details that sit behind it um it's emotional support hugely mm-hmm. it's it's actually how do they help them in terms of being there for them it's also looking at actually putting a i suppose a post divorce financial plan in place so this is what's happening. These are the things that you need to now think about. So it's not just about why you're in the divorce. It's mm-hmm. after that. And actually, how are you, you know, you if I if I look at my own personal circumstances, I've I hit 50 last year. Mm-hmm. At the age of 50, I thought, you know, looking back, I thought, oh, life will be fine. I'm, you know, I'll be not not rich, but actually life will be easy. Yeah. And you start all over again. And actually, yeah. you've got to put a plan in place to think, all right, how am I going to accelerate things forward, essentially? And I think that's, you know, the key thing is it's a massive change in your life. And it's actually how do you adapt to that? So, again, it's back to, again, it's emotional well-being support. Mm-hmm. It's education for their clients to actually help them to see that I suppose there is a future. And if if you can put the right financial protection in place mm-hmm. you're going to have to accelerate forward to to kind of get to where your goals I suppose were in the first place yeah it's just yeah. it's just you've kind of drawn a line in the sand and then you sort of got to start all over but if you've got the right kind of plan in place to get you there you can still do it yeah definitely and I think that's a positive outlook to have um you also mentioned another major life event which is menopause um so uh with World Menopause Awareness Day having just passed. Um, could you shed light on the significance of raising awareness for this topic, especially with the context of financial planning? Yeah, um, this is huge. It's um it's something that I can talk about for hours. Um, mm-hmm. because there is just it's about reducing or removing the stigma of menopause. And actually, 51% of the population go through it. They yeah. go through it in maybe minor, minimal, major, everyone gets symptoms differently. Mm-hmm. So um, we've done a lot of work around this. And again, it's about that lobbying for change in terms of um, insurers in the in the market. And knowing that if um, you've got symptoms of menopause, this can start at various different points. I'm not going to go through all the details of menopause, but, you know, it it's very, it's life-changing for a female. And, um, 
a female can get to the age of 50, 51. And again, you may have reached the peak of your career mm-hmm. and then suddenly brain fog hits you, anxiety yeah. hits you, um, low self-esteem, all these different things that are not, they're not a, an illness, mm-hmm. but they are a symptom. And that's something that actually, in terms of protecting you financially and how you can actually deal with this, you could be off work because you can't sleep. Mm-hmm. You may need to change your work-life balance because actually you aren't as productive as you were before. Mm-hmm. Um, there's There can be a number of different illnesses that do come with menopause as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can significantly influence a, a woman's financial planning due to its potential impact on health, career and income. So... Financial advisors, again, it's kind of looking at how they can recognise the unique challenges that women face during this this transition in their life Mm -hmm. and offer guidance that's tailored to their individual circumstances and goals as well. So um, we've got a a panel of medical experts that we work with and Mm -hmm. um, they have raised a number of questions around policies such as income protection and critical illness policies and how they actually do support menopause symptoms in the marketplace. Mm Now, I mentioned about critical illness that that, you know, specific to somebody, they may actually get osteoporosis or something like that through menopause. But equally, they may get symptoms that are, are not as significant as that, but they are life changing. So as Mm -hmm. I mentioned things like productivity, brain fog, all those different elements may need to be off work for some time. So things like income protection policies are perfect to be able to support menopause symptoms. And that's Mm -hmm. what insurers should really be looking at as part of their policies. There's also other areas um, that insurers can provide and do provide, and that's things like added value benefits. So um, counselling services through their protection policies as well um it's things like that it's actually there's things like um affordability so hrt is uh you know uh, something that a lot of women will take to help them with menopause yeah it, cost, it actually costs a lot of money for mm. people to have hrt so it's actually looking to see what there is in place to make that affordable or make it free so mm. there's lots and lots of things from that side that actually financial protection can help I've kind of gone off on different tangents there but it's just uh, I suppose with menopause there's so many different areas to really think about but financial protection is huge to underpin that and actually how insurers can help um, women through menopause as well yeah and you have touched on uh, quite a few points there but I wanted to know if there's any um other things that financial advisors can proactively do to support their clients, especially women during major life events like divorce or menopause, um, beyond just providing financial advice. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's kind of back to that that piece around emotional support. So actually, mm-hmm. um, financial advisors can often there's other training that they can take in terms of behavioural you know courses um actually how do they work and support their their customers through these different life-changing events so there's things like that there's 
referring them to specialists. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of different specialists out there in the marketplace that they can actually refer clients to. That mm -hmm. again, you know, maybe specific menopause um, clinics or um, there's particular services out there that they can actually help them with. Mm -hmm. One of the biggest things, and I've, I've already alluded to it, is that educational piece. It's actually for them to understand, you know, how can they guide their their clients essentially and give them the support that they need. And it's not just for a lot of the time it isn't just financially. It's actually around well-being um, and support and emotional help as well. Yeah, I think there's been more focus on um the whole financial well-being aspect because you don't make good choices if you aren't mentally well no. um, and I can advocate for that myself um, I'll have a bad day and I'll be like I don't care I'll just spend <laughs> which yeah. is terrible um, but to have that mental well-being aspect um, looked after as well will be very useful. Um, so are there any specific tools or resources or strategies that advisors can employ to ensure that clients are adequately protected during these significant life transitions? Um, yeah, absolutely. I think um, there's a number of different tools and strategies so that they can ensure that their clients um, are adequately protected. And there's there's a number of different tools out there in the marketplace i will talk about pg pro which is our technology solution um mm -hmm. it's if we look at regulatory changes in the market consumer duty took place at the end of mm -hmm. july yeah um the solution that we offer protection guru pro enables an advisor to give the best possible recommendation for their their clients on protection products because it looks at quality um and price and it actually gives the client the best possible recommendation based on their specific requirements so there's tools out there in the marketplace that are being developed like that constantly that help advisors and mm -hmm. that can certainly help protect particularly in the protection side of things um to give that right level of advice from a compliance perspective as well um in terms of strategies for an advisor um, it's very much looking at, you know, have the clients got emergency funds and savings in place? Have they allowed for things like that moving forward as well? Have they got the right type of budget and cash flow analysis pieces in place, essentially? Mm -hmm. So it's it's really it's, it's the advisor getting underneath a lot of that detail with their with their client to help them move forward having the right resources in place to to essentially help them and I, again I'll allude back to that piece that I talked about before the resources and strategy is very much around mental health and emotional support so mm -hmm. being able to refer clients to experts they can collaborate with uh, mental health professionals um, and support groups and also mm -hmm. stress management pieces as well so it's that whole financial well-being. It's not just about finance. It's about well-being. It's support. It's emotion, legal side of things as well. Get them in touch with the right legal professionals. Yeah. So having those kind of those strategies in, in place and regular check-ins. So you know that advisor becomes, and we talk about this all the time. They become a trusted partner to that yeah. client, and the benefit of that is the client has a trusted partner. And the benefit to the advisor is they, they know they've given them the best possible advice now, but also in the future as well. Mm -hmm. And 
Are there any anecdotes or success stories that of individuals who greatly benefited benefited from having the right protection coverage during major life events that you can share? Um, so I I was thinking about this, yeah. and actually I don't want to make it about me. It's not a sub story, um, but actually <laughs> I'm sure it wouldn't be. It, it, it's um, the last eighteen months for me. I've probably have had so many different life events that have taken place. I split up with my ex husband eighteen months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I then bought him out this year, um, mm-hmm. which I was really proud of myself for doing. Um, I've supported my son through GCSEs. I've supported my daughter through uni. Um, yeah. I've supported my mum. She's got Parkinson's. Um, I've hit menopause I've, mm-hmm. and every, everything just all the last 18 months has come. So all the things that we've talked about today are, are absolutely apt to my life. Um, yeah. And the biggest thing I would say is the success of this in the nicest possible way is one, I'm exceptionally robust now. Um, mm-hmm. I was pretty robust before, but I'm, I'm even more robust now. But having the right financial advisor in place is perfect mm. because they've helped me to buy my ex out of the house. Yeah. Um, they've helped me look at all my financial needs moving forward. Mm. Um, there's still a lot more work to do, but actually talking to you today has helped me to really think about and do a lot more research in this area as well. Yeah. Um, in terms of menopause, you know, it's actually thinking I'm not, I haven't gone completely and utterly bonkers. Um, <laughs> things have hit me, probably all of this stuff are happening at once. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so lots of emotions, but actually, and, and I started a new job 12 months ago as well. So that was yeah. another life event. Um, but I guess it's, you know, having the right people around you to talk to, knowing mm-hmm. that you're you're not in it on your own mm-hmm. um, and knowing that there is the support out there and there is the financial advice to help you to get to where you need to get to. But it's not about now. It's not just about the last 18 months. It's about all the planning for the future. So it it really does, you know, it resonates with with me really, really well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is quite a success story because from some people hearing that, they'd be like, that would cripple me um, having all of those things happen in what I would see as a short period of time, but having that support system definitely would be helpful in kind of clearing the loud thoughts or whatever it might be for sure. Um, And finally, um, looking ahead, what trends or changes do you foresee in the landscape of financial protection and how can advisors stay ahead of the curve to be to best serve their clients? Um, There's there's quite a few things, but I'll just pick on a couple here. So Mm -hmm. there is increased emphasis on digital security. So that's 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 pretty significant. So there is a growing reliance on digital financial services, cybersecurity. Um, is key with those trends that are moving forward. So financial institutions and individuals, they will place great greater emphasis on protecting sensitive financial data. So that's, that's something that's really key. Um, regulatory changes, we've seen consumer duty coming in. We've only just touched the surface of that. So three months, four months in, there's some really positive changes that have taken place. Um, that will continue, but there will be, the FCA will bring people um, mm-hmm. They will put a spotlight on them, on firms. So we've got to continue to do the right things, have the right tools in place, et cetera, to, to make stuff go in the right direction for consumer protection. Um, you've got things like um, 
innovation in risk assessment. So there's huge advancements in data analytics, artificial intelligence. We've seen all of this. Um, it's just going to keep moving and moving. I think we'll see a lot of machine learning elements as well. And in terms of insurance and financial protection, I think it will be really positive for insurance providers because they'll start to be able to price accordingly to clients' needs mm -hmm. um, because of that data. And we hope that it will give better claims processing um, outcomes as well. So there's loads of stuff. There's things like health tech and wearables as well. We've seen all the Apple watches and all the data analytics. Yeah. There's loads. There's just so much to, to kind of move forward with. Now, in terms of advisors and actually how they stay ahead of the curve, technology, I, you know, I'm obviously going to say it because that's what I do. But tech is crucial to actually making their lives easier mm -hmm. so that they can give their their customer need emotional support, fin financial support, well-being, have the right tech in place to mm -hmm. underpin that. And then they can focus on their client. You know, that's the way I, I, I certainly look at things. Things like um, changing demographics. We know we've got to be prepared to serve clients for millennials, Gen X and baby boomers. It's how do we adapt differently to different clients' requirements? Um, diversity and inclusion. Key. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Got to continue on that on that journey as well. Um, so there's a lot for advisors to do. There really yeah. is. But there's a lot of support out there for them as well to to help them do that. Um, and we're all in it together, essentially. So it's it's a case of we work as an industry across mortgages, protection across the board. Um, we've got the common goal and that's the consumer at the end of the day. Yeah. And that sounds very promising. And I'll be excited to see where we are, you know, even within a year. So thank you for speaking with me so much today, Nikki. No problem at all. It's been brilliant. Thank you very much. <laughs>